Greetings to everyone listening to the show across the globe. Today is Thursday, September 20th, 2018, and I'm your host, Beth Wright, coming to you from upstate New York. I'm a vibrational energy healer, a published author, a workshop teacher, a retreat leader, and a yoga teacher, as well as a certified hypnotist, and you are now listening to International Angels Network, and my show, Spirit Works explores the world of spirituality, where we look into the many different paths to the one source, how to raise your vibration, how to live in optimal health, how to live a sacred life. We talk about the big shift that's happening in the world right now, how to work with the beings of light, and much more. And this is episode 12. The title of this episode is Enhancing Your Vitality and longevity with herbs. And our guest tonight is DJ Ankenbrandt. And I will introduce him in a moment. But before that, our online radio network is proudly sponsored by Audible by Amazon. You can try Audible free for one month and you will receive a free audiobook just for subscribing. When you try out Audible, you are helping to support our online radio network. And we really appreciate that. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. To redeem your free audiobook, go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash international angels, and you can cancel anytime you want, and you get to keep your first audiobook free of charge. And the audiobook that I recommend is my own. It's called I and I, A Guide to Vibrational Healing and my transformational journey to the light by Elizabeth Wright on Amazon. So our guest today is DJ Ankenbrandt, and he is a tonic herbal educator and consultant with a deep dedication to sharing the profound wisdom of plants with the world. DJ has been studying herbal medicine and working with the healing qualities of plants for over 10 years and has spent the last nine years apprenticing with the Taoist tonic herbalist Ramania Dean Thomas. DJ is a carrier of the Gate of Life lineage, and his main focus is to provide information about preventative practices to help us maintain and increase our vitality and health on all levels. The Gate of Life techniques have been employed for thousands of years throughout Asia, with the intention to prolong life for the attainment of wisdom. This unique lineage focuses on fortifying the physical body through the use of tonic herbs so that we can more effectively pursue personal growth and spiritual cultivation practices. DJ sees plants as profound allies on the path of awakening with the extraordinary ability to help us better understand the essence of our true nature. He has been running an herbal consulting practice for five years and an herbal extract company called Centimani Tonics for four years. A significant part of his consulting practice is focused on creating personalized herbal blends for people based on their specific needs, utilizing over 50 different certified organic powdered extracts from his full spectrum apothecary. He regularly teaches classes on herbal medicine and loves any opportunity to share his excitement about the plant world with his community and beyond. So welcome, DJ, to the show. It's great to have you on today. Thanks Thank for you so much. Yay. Thank you so much, Beth. It's a joy to be here. I'm honored. 
Yes, and I just want everyone to know that I personally have been using um, these herbs for myself, which is one of the reasons that I invited DJ onto the show is because these herbs are literally changing my physicality and increasing my vitality. And in just two months of drinking this tea, I am feeling so much better in my body. I have so much more energy and my health is realigning. So I, it's really beneficial and really important mm. to get this word out about, about what these herbs can do. Mm, I agree. Yep. So when did you first start working with herbs? You know, if I, if I look back to be truthful, in my late teens, I was working with herbs at that time, even at a young age, because even though I was in the southeastern United States, I felt drawn to cannabis and different plants that, you know, altered consciousness. And I began exploring that at age 17. And, um, you know, full disclosure here, I found myself in a place where I was selling different conscious altering substances at that time. And they were the the best that I could possibly find. It was because I was engaged with them and I loved them and I wanted to share them with people and they were adding value to my life. And so that was really my, the beginning of engaging with the herb world intimately. And then in my early twenties, I, I moved beyond that, that way of living and I began pursuing health and wellness as my focus because I, I began studying nutrition around age 20. And then um, that spiraled into studying uh, superfoods and then that spiraled into studying herbal medicine. And then I learned about the tonics and then it was just full force from that time on. So um, right around the age of 22 is when I really began pursuing my, my herbal path and realizing that I wanted it to be a significant component to my, my offering to the world. And, um, and that's when, when it really began is my early twenties. Okay. Um, so it's been beautiful because I really have been engaging with plants for, for many, many years on a lot of levels. And when did your teacher show up? Um, so that was probably in when I was about 24 years old. Um, and I met him on a Moringa farm down in Southern California in Vista. Um, I had gone there to study Moringa with one of my dear friends and her family had been growing it for a long time. And I, I met Dean uh, at the farm and um, he, he shared these herbs with me and I got the chance to touch them and hold them and interact with them and taste them. And there was this familiarity to these Chinese herbs and I felt at home with them and uh, began avidly pursuing it. So here we are, nine years <laughs> later. <laughs> and so how did those herbs impact your own life as you began to take them on a daily basis? Yeah, so I've always been quite vibrant and vital and healthy and really athletic. And, um, and so what I did experience, you know, I was already pretty healthy when I started taking them. What I experienced is uh, increase in my uh, stamina and endurance. I would notice that. I would notice that I felt more nourished on a deeper level. I felt more fortified. And then I began getting, you know, I, I no longer was getting sick. I basically stopped getting the flu, getting colds, getting sick, and found that these herbs increased my, uh, my overall defenses and my, my whole body in a way that was really adding value to my life. And I just felt more vibrant and, and, uh, and able to live free and full and so and I find that so fascinating it's not like you were sick and went down this path of you know um, sickness and then had the herbs revitalize you you were always well 
and but you just connected to them on this level that we had talked before could have been you know something that you're familiar with from past lives but it's just it's it's a way for you it's your path in this lifetime you know these mm -hmm. are yeah monics. It is. It's definitely an avenue, um, and I do believe it is the path to awakening and to better understanding, you know, the essence of our true nature, whatever that means for each person. And um, yeah, I wasn't immediately drawn to them because I needed a health transformation. It was because I wanted a health transformation because I realized that I'd been eating poisonous food up until age 20, and I went um, to the complete opposite end. I became very conscious of everything that I was consuming and how it impacted me, and I cultivated a sensitivity to foods and supplements and began really noticing um, the energetics of different plants and different foods. And I began really pursuing the preventative approach to health and wellness because logically it made sense to me that if I can strengthen my organ systems and enhance my physical vitality and therefore prevent getting sick in the first place, that is how I want to be operating. That's how I want to live. And then as I began studying the gate of life lineage and these ancient tonic herbal traditions, um, that was really the the practice it, the tonics tie into the preventative approach to health and wellness and they've been used that way for over 5,000 years with massive success so talk a little bit more about your lineage the gate of life yeah it's a really unique lineage i feel so blessed and fortunate to be a carrier of that information and and building upon it and adding to it because it is something that's been cultivated for over 5,000 years and each person in, in that tradition and lineage has added their own unique thing to it. Um, and I was brought into it, you know, close to 10 years ago now by, by Dean um, and just really sitting with him and talking. And I began to understand that there's this depth to this herbal tradition that I hadn't seen in many other places. You see it in Ayurvedic medicine. But what I found is that Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine, because they're so ancient, they're some of the oldest, you know, herbal and medical traditions that exist, there's uh, a level of cultivation that I haven't seen elsewhere in different, you know, medical or herbal traditions. And so I felt really drawn to it. And um, will you ask your question one more time? I feel like I'm digressing. <laughs> no, um, I, I like how you're answering and I'm trying to remember the question. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so let's, I mean, I, what I would like to know is how do you... Oh, oh, yeah, you did, you just, you had just asked a little bit about the lineage, that's what it was, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Dean, so Dean, you know, he shared it with me, he brought me into it, and as I took uh, a, a real fascination with the herbs and began pursuing it intimately and actually began dedicating my life to sharing the benefits of the herbs with people, that was when I really started to understand that I get the chance to carry this lineage forward and, and build upon it, and um, in regards to the lineage, that it's something that was shared in the West in the 70s. Prior to that, um, Western people didn't particularly know very much about the tonics. And my understanding of the gate of life lineage is that those uh, initiates and masters were unwilling to teach people in the West because they didn't feel that Westerners had the reverence and respect that was needed to uh, really be part of that tradition and maintain it wasn't until the 70s when Son Jin Park, a Korean man, taught Ron Teagarden these tonic herbal practices, and then Ron began sharing that. So currently, adaptogenic herbs and Chinese tonic herbs in the West, um, a lot of us, a lot of uh, the engagement that we have with them is a direct result of Ron's 
sharing of information with the West, and then in turn, Ramani and Dean Thomas's sharing of information throughout the festival circles and throughout the superfood circles of the, the West Coast, California, Oregon, Washington. Um, so these guys have been integral in getting these herbs out to uh, the United States and it, it's, it's trending. Tonic herbs are actually trending yeah. now in many circles. And so these herbs are sourced from where? Where do they come from? Well, it, it varies depending upon, um, you know, who is acquiring what. There's tons of different herbs from lots of different places, but I personally source herbs specifically from northeastern China or throughout India as well. So I'm contracting manufacturers to produce powdered extracts for us. They're water-soluble powders, and uh, these are certified organic herbs, and we've had the sources third-party lab tested to verify the purity to make sure that they're clean because we work with a lot of people who have some pretty serious health conditions and uh, we really want to make sure we're giving someone something that is not only completely clean and, and free of adulterants and, and pure, but also with the highest potency uh, for the greatest efficacy. And so uh, we really do, we source the best possible herbs we can get. We don't compromise and they do cost a little bit more, but when it comes to enhancing vitality and, and helping, um, you know, hopefully create a balance in the body that changes some, some challenges for people, it's worth it, you know. Right. So for my own self, um, you know, what I noticed was, I mean, it, it affected every, it's been affecting every system in my body. So mm-hmm. um, my respiratory, like my lungs are a lot clearer. Mm-hmm. Um, my reproductive, I'm not having the heavy um, period pains that I had. And this is just after two months of taking the herbs every mm-hmm. morning. So um you know, I am experiencing firsthand the potency and the efficacy of these these tonics, mm-hmm. and and I and I'm talking about five years of not feeling well, and then within two months of of taking these herbs every day, it's you know that's how how quickly they begin working with the system. So, mm-hmm. um, so. I highly recommend them <laughs> to everyone out there. So talk a little bit about, if you can, some of the, a, a few of the different herbs that you know really um, make a difference. Just mm-hmm. highlight mm-hmm. a few that you work with, that you've researched that, like I know lion's mane, Romania, astragalus. Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah, so tonic herbs are, is a really unique category of herbs. Um, in order for an herb to be considered a tonic, it must have been used for thousands of years. And over that time, shown to be very safe and effective for regular daily consumption. And not only that, but to have a cumulative beneficial effect over time. And so these herbs can be seen as nutritional supplements that fortify and nourish our body foundationally, not necessarily medicinal herbs, but more nutritional supplements that can become medicinal because they're so deeply nutritive, right? and they replenish our body in such a profound way. And so um, the tonics, I really like working with them because they are generally acceptable to, you know, they're acceptable to the general public. Um, They can be safely consumed by pretty much every single person. Um, And there's not that many of them. There's about, you know, like 40 to 70 primary tonics on on the planet. Uh, We're probably still finding some here and there. I'm sure there's some in South America we're still finding, but, the Chinese have a very specific tonic category. And so 
within that category, there's some specific ones that are the, the renowned tonic herbs. And the renowned tonic herbs are known as three treasure tonics uh, in the gate of life tradition. And, and I'll just give you a little bit of reference point uh, in the, with the gate of life and the way that uh, that tradition views herbs and categorizes herbs. So in the herbal sense, there's the yin and the yang. There's the masculine or the feminine and the masculine. And I'm sure you're familiar with that, those terms. Um, in the herbal sense, yin directly translates to the accumulation and storage of energy. And then yang directly translates to the utilization and expenditure of that stored energy. So herbs can either be yin in nature, replenishing and nutritive, or they can be yang in nature, strengthening and building and outwardly expressive with our energetic you know, expressions. And, and then there's the three treasures, which we could go deeper into the three treasures, but I just want to give a little frame of reference. So as I start talking about these herbs and what they do and the categories that they impact, you know, our listeners and you have kind of an idea of what's going on. So the three treasures in Taoist tonic herbalism are known as Jing, Qi, and Shen. Jing is seen as the foundational structure of our whole being. It correlates to the kidneys, to the liver, to the fluids of the body, correlates to the bones, tendons, ligaments, anything structurally related. So foundational is Jing. It's our essence, our vital essence. Qi is our energy expression. Many people might have heard the word Qi. And then Shen is, it kind of directly translates into spirit. The Shen herbs are herbs that are brain tonics, they enhance brain function, but they also nourish the subtle energetics of our being and are believed to be supreme spirit nourishing herb. So the way in which I was trained to formulate uh, by Dean and, and through my own studies is to uh, nourish all three treasures. So we want to nourish Jing, Qi, and Shen. And when we're balanced, when we're nourishing Jing, Qi, and Shen from a balanced place, we can create formulas that produce profound results for people uh, that create homeostasis. So that being said, there's a few herbs that are three treasures tonics, and there's not that many of them. So uh, for instance, Hosha Wu or Ramania, these would be yin jing tonics. They are uh, deeply nutritive. There's this receptive, accumulating, replenishing quality to them. They fortify the kidneys. They have a feminine aspect to them. Um, we can't really say that they're qi tonics, maybe shen tonics, but not so much. They're not specifically categorized that way. Um, so those are our are, are yin jing tonics. However, there's other herbs that like reishi, shizandra, ginseng can become one. Um, shilajit, I believe, can be one. And these would be considered three treasures tonics. They're balanced in both yin and yang energetics, and they nourish all three treasures of jing, qi, and shen. So it's a unique category of herbs that fit that bill. Shizandra berries, reishi mushroom, aged ginsengs over 10 years, 10 to 15 years and older, that are actually mature, proper ginsengs. They can be three treasures tonics. And then I believe that shilajit um, or mineral pitch, primordial mineral pitch is a three treasures tonic as well. So there's a few. Some people would say gynostema is one. Um, so these are some of my favorites. And um, bringing it back around to your question, there's a few herbs that I personally feel everyone can benefit from. And if the whole world were consuming them, we would be in a better place uh, 
mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, um, as a whole species, we'd be in a better place. And, right. um, and so there's a few herbs that, you know, if I could only choose one thing to take for the rest of my life, that would be, that would be it. If I could recommend only one herb that someone take for the rest of their life, that would be it. And personally for me, it's the reishi mushroom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Thank you yeah. for throwing that out there for us. Um, yeah. And so, you know, in our society now, this day and age where there's such a quickening on the earth, there's this fast paced, stressful lifestyle that most of us are engaged with. Mm-hmm. How does that um, affect a human being? And what I notice is that people tend to reach for coffee. They, they look for energy from outside of themselves mm-hmm. rather than relying on the internal vitality that comes from ingesting these uh, nutritive substances. Mm-hmm. So um, how does that, uh, this lifestyle in this day and age take its toll? And, you know, what do you see as, and as far as patterns with your clients and people coming to you? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's pretty common for people to consume caffeine all across the board. I even do consume caffeine and tea pretty regularly because I love drinking pura tea. Um, and I think it's, it's easy to become dependent upon stimulants for energy. I think pretty much everyone throughout the United States and maybe the world is dependent upon caffeine for their morning energy. And this is often, at least with the gate of life, tradition and in my time with Dean, it's often called false fire. We have this boost of energy. We have this this all of a sudden we're we're jazzed up, but it only lasts for so long and then we may feel depleted because it's we're overstimulated and we may be running our, our adrenals dry. Right. So what I have seen very consistently is people who have adrenal fatigue, people who have low energy um, they just are tired, they're run down, they're not feeling vibrant and vital. And um, in these cases, I personally share, you know, if someone were to ask my, my thoughts or what, what I would do, um, I personally work with the gene tonics, the foundational, deeply nutritive, uh, kidney rejuvenative gene tonics, so herbs like Hosha Wu, Ramania, maybe Mirinda, Eucomia, um, and then work with the adaptogenic herbs as well. But I, I, I focus first and foremost on getting herbs that are deeply nutritive to the body. So things like Shilajit, um, Shizandra, Hosha Wu, Ramania, maybe some astragalus, you know, some of the adaptogenic herbs. And, and these are not stimulating necessarily. Some of the really strong adaptogens could be really energizing for people depending upon their sensitivity, but those herbs I just listed are, are not stimulating necessarily. They're just foundationally replenishing. So people then have a, a different, have a new level of resources in their body that they had not had previously. Yeah. And because their physical needs are met on a different level, the body can create a greater balance in homeostasis and they're functioning more optimally. Their whole system is functioning better. So then they naturally experience sustained increased energy because they are foundationally thriving on a deeper level than they were previously because they have nutrients in their system that they had not had previously. And that is exactly what I experienced. This foundation, which then allowed me to 
expand into this higher consciousness, you know, and to work with, okay, now that my foundation is, is there, now I can focus my energies rather than focusing on just surviving, you know, mm-hmm. and building my foundation, which I kept reaching for it from somewhere. There were no resources, you know, it wasn't mm-hmm. there. I was trying mm-hmm. to get it through food. So right. one, so, you know, talk to us a little bit about the wisdom aspect of these herbs. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Well, one of the reasons I felt so drawn to the tradition and pursued it to the extent that I have is because this ancient tradition is really focused on the preventative approach to just maintaining vibrancy and vitality of the physical body. What I really like about it, uh, the essence of this gate of life lineage is to prolong life for the attainment of wisdom that was integral to that tradition, integral to the teachings and to the methods and to the principles. And so with gate of life teachings, it integrates everything that enhances health and vitality, not just herbs, but, you know, um, breathing practices, qigong, tai chi, proper dietary practices, you know, proper sunlight coming into the eyes, being barefoot on the ground, mm-hmm. you know, staying, staying energetically grounded, um, drinking fresh, clean spring water, pure vital water, you know, spending time in nature. Um, you know, there's all these different little aspects that, that tie in to the gate of life lineage and the way I perceive it. Um, and so these herbs have been utilized as tools to fortify our physicality so we can then more effectively pursue our personal development and, and spiritual cultivation techniques, whatever they are. I think even if someone's not in the moment committed to spiritual practice, there's a deeper essence of their being that that's happening on some level, whether they're aware of it or not. So I think the tool, the herbs can just be extraordinary tools. And, um, and so they've been connected throughout lore and, um, and legends for thousands of years as, as being significant contributors to the awakened states of these Taoist immortal beings who lived in nature. And so the Gate of Life lineage, it, it is a tradition that sprung from these wise beings who were living in nature. And this is 5,000 plus years ago. We go back to like the first botanical pharmacopoeia ever written, 2500 BC by Shen Nong called the Divine Farmer's Almanac. And this is the first botanical pharmacopoeia. I mean, they're compiled, they'd already compiled all this information and it's extensive. There's a lot of herbs in there. This was over 5,000 years ago. And so you think about these wise beings that were living in nature, not just men, it was women too. A lot of women in the gate of life tradition. And they were living in nature. They were eating living food. They were eating roots and berries and barks and eating seasonally. They were, um, paying attention to their surroundings. They were learning about the plants. They were interacting with them and receiving um, information and transmissions from the plants. And I believe that some of these beings could actually visually perceive energetics of plants. And they've begun to learn about what benefits these plants have. And they began to compile that and, and create an art form out of integrating those plants into their diet to enhance their vitality and expand their consciousness. And it's been happening for thousands of years and it, it, it continues today. And so they would live to be how old? Just oh, we lost. Yeah, you are. Oh, are you back? There we go. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know what's going on here. No, um, you, you're not 
we lost you. Um, can, PJ? <laughs> okay, there you are. You can hear me now? It's, it's very light. Um, some connection came undone, so I'll just keep talking until you fix it. But so these beings, I believe, um, live to 600, 700 years of age, and they were, you know, living in harmony on the earth, able to talk to plants, able to um, inter interact with their with the living life around them in a way that, that? I, I can hear you, but it's a little light. It's interesting. I didn't change anything. Okay. You're, you're back. So, um, so I was just explaining, you know, the difference between the way that man is living on the earth now, as compared to how, what you're describing of these Taoist, um, sure, sure. People. Can you hear me? Okay. Now. Yeah. It it's, it's a little okay. bit better. A little bit better. Yeah, there. Not sure what happened. I didn't. I didn't change anything. It's so weird. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, the gate of life lineage uh, and legends are that it was beings who 400, 500, 700, 800 years old who were just living such a healthy lifestyle and such a pristine had such pristine diets and you know they weren't exposed to environmental toxins. They weren't exposed to a lot of the stuff that we are today. And, and they were really nourishing their physical bodies, uh, you know, through Qigong breathing techniques and Tai Chi and meditation and spring water and living foods and tonic herbs. And it is a culmination and combination of a variety of just life enhancing practices that then allowed them to live healthier for longer and have more time to work on their spiritual cultivation techniques. And so there's even legends of these beings having attained the ability to shapeshift and fly and travel to other dimensions. And um, I like to believe it's true. <laughs> I do believe it's true because you're much yeah. more, once you're living in that harmonious flow, you mm -hmm. are, you are attuned to the subtle energies and that's where you can transcend just the three, three dimensional state of being because we are multidimensional beings. We, you know, we, we are. are not just bodies. Mm -hmm. So um, we can get back to that. And, but unfortunately there's a mass poisoning that's actually going on in this country, um, you know, between the pesticides, the herbicides, um, the Wi-Fi, uh, the EMF, uh, mm -hmm. electromagnetic frequency waves that are permeating the atmosphere and the depletion of the soil um, over time you know, the, the nutrients that you find in one carrot today are significantly less than, say, uh, 50, 50 years ago. So mm -hmm. we, we need to supplement our diets with, diets with these superfoods and supernutrients, you know. It's, it's becoming evident that we do, um, which it's unfortunate, but also our ability to adapt to the way that things are going is important just for uh for our ability to stay healthy so i think we just need to learn to adapt to it and and the, one of the ways that i've found to do it is to supplement with the purest most potent um, unique life enhancing substances that have been used for thousands of years for those purposes and i know for certain that when we're consuming and imbibing these different substances herbs um, you know shilajit mineral supplement variety of things 
we will operate at optimal performance and peak performance on a whole nother level. Like it, it is undeniable. We will be more vibrant and healthy and better off if we have these things in our body because our foundational needs are met in a different way and we are no longer nutritionally depleted. Right. So that, so if someone wanted to work with you in the way that I have, and you and I had a half hour, 45 minute phone consultation where I told you about all of the symptoms that I was experiencing. Mm -hmm. And then from that conversation, you determined, you know, what I needed to take and you shipped the tonic out to me. So your website is, go ahead and tell us what your website is. Yeah, so the name of our company is Chintamani Tonics. Chintamani is a Sanskrit word that means the wish-fulfilling jewel. And our website is ChintamaniTonics.com. And that's spelled? C-I-N-T-A-M-A-N-I-T-O-N-I-C-S.com. It's kind of a long one. You can think of Cinta, C-I-N-T-A, and then Mani, M-A-N-I, and it's Tonics, Chintamani Tonics. Okay, so that's how you can connect with DJ and get, you know, his professional advice and get some of these tonics sent to you to rebuild your own vitality and enhance your longevity. And so um, how did you decide on that name? What does it mean? Yeah, so um, when I learned about the Chintamani stone, this wish-fulfilling jewel in Asian culture. It was in regards to a deity called Zambala, which is a Tibetan deity, and he's seen as a gift giver, kind of this encouraging force in the universe that celebrates when people positive steps in life. And he's depicted as having this staff, pom-pom in one hand, and a magic mongoose in the other. And if a being takes a step in the right direction, even if it's just a millimeter in the right direction that is beneficial to all life, Zambala will wildly celebrate them and wave his pom-pom and then he'll squeeze his magic mongoose, which will <laughs> spit out a Chintamani stone and it gives the person this wish-fulfilling jewel and it, it gives them the ability to fulfill their liberating dream and goal. And so I thought, what a sweet name for an offering of herbs to people to help them fulfill their dream and wish of vibrant health and happiness and harmony. And, and I, I love that story because it, you know, first of all, who has a magic mongoose? Only Zamba. <laughs> Only Zambala has a magic mongoose. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> and, and, and not only that, but, you know, it's about more than just looking after your own personal needs and getting for yourself. It's about helping all of humanity, which is, I believe, where we are at this time in the universe on this planet. We can't just take care of our own selves. We have to care for everybody in the boat we're all in this boat together and mm -hmm. you know what we do in our lives needs to benefit the greater good mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent, absolutely and and so that's what i value about the herbs so much is i see them as tools that can help a, a, a alleviate a lot of different physical challenges that people may be faced with primarily because they give the body such a broad scope of nutrients and, and help revitalize us. And so I see them as tools that are integral to the path of uh, awakening and, and um, you know, freedom, like physical, emotional, mental, spiritual freedom. Yeah. Um, and, and so I really, I really value that. And that's, that's why I feel so inspired to share them with, with the world because I've seen 
the benefits over so many different years and uh and it continues to, to happen the, the testimonials continue to amaze me and, and i'll just share this piece too in regards to what you said about my my work so if if someone were did want to contact me and, and work with me um I operate as an herbal educator, so my, so my goal is to share information and, that people can integrate into their life to produce the results that, that they're seeking. So with custom formulation, um, it's a co-creative experience, and it involves a lot of information and education, and, and we kind of collectively decide on something that's beneficial for someone. I just wanted to toss that in. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. And... Um... So I know that you work, you're working right now with the pure extract of the plant and mm -hmm. you haven't um, as of yet worked with live plants like from the inception or the growth of the plant to, you know, extracting the nutrients. So I, what is your next project that you've got coming down the line? Yeah, so um, we're really excited. We uh, just uh, acquired a new space for the apothecary in uh, in Seaside, Oregon on the coast. And it's really close to an amazing permaculture project that we have been blessed to, to be offered. Um, we have close to two acres of property that we will be renting. And my wife, Jen, and I are going to create a uh, medicinal Chinese herb garden and a perennial local native uh, medicinal and like berry bush permaculture project. So we will be growing medicinal Chinese herbs, getting some perennial medicinal Chinese herbs here, primarily some of the tonics. And, um, and then we'll have some berry bushes and fruit trees and stuff and some local, local plants. Well, that's exciting. And so how, how big of a acreage or how, how much? Uh, probably, looking, we'll probably start with about half an acre and then expand from there. If we want to, we can use up to two acres and it's, we're getting it for a hundred dollars a year, which is an amazing deal. So it's a, it's a sweet, sweet opportunity. Uh, so we will be doing that. And my goal in time is to, you know, because we're contracting manufacturers in India and China to produce these extracts. And of course, they are certified organic, and they've been third party lab tested, but they're also coming from overseas. My goal is in time to be able to produce the herbs in the US and then have a facility in the US where we're producing the powdered extracts. And that's what we are stocking. It's a longer term goal kind of a lifelong goal, but I definitely intend to, to work on it for sure. <laughs> Great. And, mm -hmm. and can you also share DJ, um, I know you shared this with me earlier, um, you, the intention that you set when you created your company. Mm, yeah, right. So when I created my company, it was at a time where I was very committed to my own personal development and my own spiritual practices. I was doing a lot of meditation and a lot of like energetic meditative techniques and um, studying with a teacher in Taos who I really value a lot. And at the time, my own spiritual growth was the, the focal point of my life and it continues to this day. And so I got really interested in utilizing herbs as tools for awakening. And I realized that, you know, if we have a fortified physical body, if our basic needs are met, then we have the ability to explore further within our own consciousness, within our own be being, our own body. And, and I want that for people, you know, if we're lacking energy, if we're that low immunity, if we're run down and sick, then we're, we have less of an ability to, to really go deep and I think pursue the things we love. And so when I created the company, I, I wanted it 
to first and foremost focus on revitalizing the physical body, but I also wanted to focus on herbs that have been utilized for thousands of years to enhance brain function and to initiate deeper states of concentration and focus that could be utilized in meditative practices and yogic practices and, and be additional resources and tools to enhance our awakening and ascension process on the planet at this time. Mm. Are those referred to as nootropics? They are indeed, yes. Okay. Uh, that's, the West, that's the Western word for brain tonic. A, a nootropic basically means it has an immediate positive impact on brain function. Um, in China, they call them shen tonics. And in India, they call them media rasayanas. Rasayana means rejuvenator and media means intellect. So they are rejuvenators of intellect. Okay. And then a Shen tonic would be spirit tonic? or Yeah, they're spirit tonics, exactly. So a lot of the Shen tonics, they can be soothing and calming to the nervous system. They enhance brain function. They'll help to strengthen willpower and determination, um, kind of create a greater awareness of the subtle energetics of our body. Mm-hmm. Great. And I know that you employ a lot of these practices. You have a lot of spiritual practices that you... You live your life by to to live a sacred life. So mm-hmm. can you tell us? I know you're a surfer. Yeah, indeed. Are you I'd say that's probably my number one spiritual practice is surfing. Um, Great. To a certain degree, it's I've been dedicated to it for a really long time. When I get the chance to be out there in the ocean, I'm just fully unified with this massive body of water. It's very unknown and vast, and it's a great space to to meditate. And and then surfing, it really necessitates present moment awareness and you know as these waves come you know you you have to be really aware and and track what's happening and then we get the chance to align ourselves with this this spontaneous arising energy that is 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 moving through this giant body of water we can align with it and be part of it for a short period of time and it's mindless and creates this this feeling of this fluid feeling of unity that I've never experienced elsewhere. So that is a very significant part of my spiritual practice. I also have a meditation practice, a daily meditation practice. And I also have a, a tea practice where I sit with um, pu'er tea daily and use that as a tool for meditation and um, do gong fu tea ceremony. Pu'er tea, can you spell that pu'er? Yeah, P-U-E-R-H, pu'er. Pu'er. So, yeah, so Pu'er tea uh, comes from the Bulong Mountain region in Yunnan province, uh, uh, traditionally, and it's really from the Pu'er region. So champagne, like champagne, uh, <laughs> only authentic champagne comes from champagne, right? Right, right. It's that way. And um, Pu'er is a fermented tea. It, there, there's different versions of it, um, but it's it's an aged tea that has changed in flavor profile over the years of aging, and they have a different to, to raw and you know flavor profile it's really quite amazing tea cool great well Yay. thank you for sharing your little formula um my pleasure, not, not my pleasure. there's nothing little about it at all so you know with what's going on in the world today and the way that humanity is evolving um what's your take on it or what's your vision of how we can you know this this big shift that's happening right now speak a little Mm -hmm. bit about that if you would from your perspective 
Well, it's kind of a monumental time in history, uh, I feel. I think it'll be looked back upon as a pretty crucial moment. Um, we're experiencing mass scale poisoning of the general population in the United States on every level possible. Um, you know, electromagnetically through the Wi-Fi signals, through smart meters on houses, all the Wi-Fi in the houses. We're going to 5G pretty soon, um, which is going to be very deleterious for many people. It's already validated that it's deleterious. We have that. We have the chlorination of water, the fluoridation of water. It's poisoning water. Um, those are toxins to the body. We also have the poisoning of food, herbicides, pesticides, fungicides, laden with, you know, foods just laden with, with all kinds of toxins. Um, we can't get away from the environmental toxins. The air is, is geoengineering happening. There's particulate in the air. So we're being poisoned on a mass scale and in a way that has never happened before, ever. It's, it is a, it is a monumental time. And so it's interesting because I know it will change and I know that there will become more and more awareness, more and more awareness will be had and people will say no, like we're not going to allow that to continue happening. Um, and I see, I see that happening, but it's, and I'm sharing this because, you know, you we were talking about this a couple of days ago. Yeah. Do you think it's in, like, are we, in, are we intentionally being poisoned? Like, is this? Well, absolutely. 100% because yeah. it, it's undeniable that glyphosate is t toxic to the body and carcinogenic. Like that can't be denied. And it's being found all in every wine that exists in California, even organic wine. It's being wow. found in all organic honey. It's just getting, it's disseminated on such a large scale that it's, it's penetrating everything. And, you know, I mean, you name it, we have more environmental toxins that we're exposed to than we've ever had. But at the same time, we have the most amazing resources and information at our fingertips available for us you know and we have these amazing plant helpers and and supplements that can really make a difference and you know things like shilajit i see shilajit as being a complete like necessity for people and our bodies because of its ability to remove uh, inorganic compounds it removes xenoestrogens and plastics herbicides pesticides fungicides heavy metals like it actually is a cellular purifier so while we're being poisoned on a massive scale, there's also these things that we have access to, like we've okay. never had, that can then counterbalance things and, and help prevent it. So, Okay, so is the shilajit, is that the same as stone blood? Yes, that is indeed. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. So I, I've been taking that. Um, it's like an herb, it's a tonic that comes out of a dropper and you put it in water every day and that's good to know. I did I didn't actually realize that that's that it was cleansing my on a cellular level my body. It is. Yeah, absolutely. It um shilajit is one of the only things that I know of that will remove inorganic compounds from the body. It actually it does purify us on a cellular level, which is really amazing and it's it's the most comprehensive mineral supplement that currently exists naturally existing that I know of because it contains 85 trace minerals in ionic form. So, you know, we go back to soil depletion. You know, we have uh, nutrient deficiency in the soil and therefore in the plants and we are lacking in nutrients. A lot of people have such profound experiences with shilajit because their body is getting a comprehensive mineral profile and fulvic and humic acids okay. in a concentrated form. So all of a sudden their body's like, oh my gosh, I've been waiting for this forever. Yeah, here okay. we go. I'd like to change my order. Can you make it a full bottle? 
Sure, absolutely. <laughs> Actually, as I was on this uh, call with you, um, I saw that my email pop up that my order shipped from Chinchamani Tonic. So I thought that was quite um, appropriate. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, great. So what would be your advice to people living in this day and age that, you know, of how to live the best life, the healthiest life? Stop drinking tap water immediately. Study the deleterious effects of chlorine and fluoride in water systems, and then what, get involved in, in educating people about it. That's and one what thing. kind of water should they drink instead, or is best to so, drink? My personal recommendation is to get a big Berkey water filter. You can get them a couple gallons. It's, it's gravity fed. So all you have to do is pour the tap water in there and it feeds through these great filters, which do filter out chlorine and fluoride. And, um, you know, a lot of tap water is containing pharmaceutical substances because people pee it out and it goes into the city water and then stuff's recycled. And there's a lot of crazy stuff happening. So anyway, the big Berkey will purify everything out of water it'll purify radioactive particles spell, spell berkey b-e-r-k-e-y big berkey b-i-g-b-e-r-k-e-y and then i would also go to findaspring.com findaspring.com and look near you and change one's lifestyle to incorporate gathering of fresh living spring water on a consistent basis to drink living water as often as possible. I do believe that drinking pure spring water daily as often as possible is really important health practice. So the water front, that's what I would do. The food front, definitely consume just pure organic food as often as possible. Um, take herbs, take these herbs. Take herbs, yep. So that's it. So it's drinking pure water, eating pure food, consuming life-enhancing supplements, having access to herbal resources that can enhance health and vitality. Um, I would turn off Wi-Fi at night or actually get out Wi-Fi altogether. Um, you know, there's, there's little things that I think are really important, but they're, they're base, they're key, key, and they're important. And then also the earthing. I know that with mm, the technology right. that we have today, so many people are in, you know, there's just so much screen time. So your face is mm. in a screen 24 seven. And if you're not outside on with your bare feet on the earth, so not just in shoes on the earth, you need your bare skin to be touching the earth. And, mm -hmm. you know, that provides an electromagnetic um, magnetic vibration to your body, to your skin that will attune you to the earth. And what else do you mm -hmm. know about earthing? Well, it uh, electrically grounds our body and we yeah. therefore are less uh, impacted by non-native EMF frequency around us. So Wi-Fi signals, uh, you know, cell phone signals, all the non-native EMF that we're exposed to, which is incredibly deleterious. I'm convinced that non-native EMF in 10 to 15 years will be looked at in the way that smoking is looked at today. Okay. Everyone says smoking is incredibly dangerous. This will happen if you smoke. Now we know, but back in the 50s, we didn't. Right. And everyone mocked the people who said that it was bad, but it actually was. And then we find out that it is. And uh, the new scientific research that's coming out around the deleterious effects on ourselves in regards to non-native EMS is seriously alarming. And anyone from my experience that goes in deep and does a lot of research will 
probably get to the conclusion that they want to limit Wi-Fi exposure as much as possible as a longevity practice. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. Okay. All right. Yeah, and, and, and the earthing and grounding too, beyond that, earthing and grounding, because it does align us electromagnetically with mm -hmm. the earth, it, it, it actually brings our body into rest and relaxation and repair mode, and it can help get us out of fight or flight. It can be really good for our nervous system. Great. That's wonderful advice. Mm -hmm. And then also, of course, there's meditation, um, pranayama, or breathing practices, and yoga, um, mm -hmm. tai chi, qigong. So all of these practices are beneficial to having yep. optimal health and well-being. 100%. And eating reishi regularly, taking shilajit regularly, eating moringa regularly, those to me, some of the most important herbs to have in the, in the cupboard. If you can get that moringa down, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's, like, it's like eating grass clippings, okay, or drinking grass, grass clippings. It's a tough flavor. I have to agree 100%. But, but it's very it's good for you. So. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes with certain foods, if the body gets it enough, it'll, like, the benefits will be felt until the body changes its flavor, uh, uh, like, perception to like that thing. Yeah. <laughs> like durians, kind of like that. We'll have to keep working on that. Um, <laughs> Great. Any parting words for us before we close? Um, you know, I just want to encourage everyone to, well, first I want to say, you know, if you or someone is struggling with some health challenges, know that there are ways to move beyond it. And I feel like I can confidently say, no matter what the health challenge is, I know there are ways for that person to heal themselves. 100%. So, you know, take heart and, and know that the, the answer could be out there and, and keep hunting for it. And Beth and myself are happy to help and share any information or help point you in the right direction towards something that could make a difference. And, um, and your website again is? Our website is, is C-I-N-T-A-M-A-N-I-T-O-N-I-C-S dot com it reads chintamani tonics.com and um we have beautiful online shop my wife is our graphic designer and uh, i run the business with her so she's done an amazing job and um there's tons of information about herbs tons of information about spagyric medicine and uh, moringa and you name it on the site so feel free to take a look we got lots of information about shilajit and and our rocky mountain shilajit we actually carry the only U.S. harvested shilajit mineral pitch that exists on the market. We call it Stoneblood. We're the exclusive global distributor of it, and it's a very unique, incredibly life-enhancing supplement. So we have that. There's tons of information. If you want to sample it, you can send me some samples. And um, parting words. What can I? What can I say? No, that's it. You, that's, you've done it. We're out of time. So, <laughs> DJ, I just want to say thank you so much for bringing your intelligence your your vitality your beautiful uplifting spirit and your wisdom to us on the show tonight it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you and it an has honor. been an, it's been an absolute joy and honor for me as well beth thank you so much for this and everyone thank you for being with us today and taking the time to listen to all this if you ever want to reach out and connect feel free i'd love to talk so thank, thank you. you and yeah. Just a reminder to everyone to tune in to International Angels Network, where we explore everything metaphysical, spiritual, and mystical, and much more. And we will take your calls for angel messages live on air, Sundays at 7 p.m. Eastern with Claudia Ibarra, 
Tuesdays with Diane Morgan and her show Angel Navigation, Wednesdays Angel Talk with Sue, and Thursdays Walking with Spirit with Dr. Ruth Anderson at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, as well as my show at 8 p.m. Spirit Work. And on Saturdays with Susie Perrette at 2 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. UK time, and Saturday with Shishi O'Donnell at 4 p.m. Eastern. And just to let everyone know that I'll be teaching a vibrational energy healing module one course for beginners starting in October in Fayetteville, New York. This course is 12 hours over four nights during two weeks. And if you're interested, you can find out more information by visiting my website at www.energyhealingteacher.com. You can connect with me at internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash Beth Wright. My Facebook page is Spirit Works Beth Wright, and my Instagram is Beth Wright of Spirit Works. And my next show is Thursday, September 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So thank you everyone for joining us and have a wonderful evening.